Welcome to As A Creator, the podcast that dives deep into the minds and stories of the top content creators on Instagram and TikTok. I'm your host, Charlotte Trucarton. I'm a TikTok creator and owner of Tar Charms Water Bottle Accessories, and I'm thrilled to be here with you. Today, we are talking to Denise Duran, also known as at Denise Duran on Instagram and TikTok. Denise has over 100,000 followers on TikTok, and she is one of the first fashion influencers that I'm having on As A Creator. I really wanted to have her on because... She's someone who relies on people who are searching for her content, which is very different than the entertainment style of content. For me particularly, I was looking for cute new trousers to purchase on Amazon, and Denise's videos popped up. She's doing a phenomenal job with her SEO, hashtags, captions, and making sure that people can find her videos. Today we talk a little bit about everything. Her strategy, how she goes about filming on a day-to-day basis, how she goes about working with brands without an agent, and some of the ups and downs of being a full-time fashion influencer. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Now, before we get started, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, Char Charms. If you own a water bottle, Char Charms will make your hydration fun and functional. Shop water bottle accessories at charcharms.com. Now let's get started. Welcome, Denise, to As a Creator. It is so great to have you on. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, of course. So I saw Denise's content when I was looking for some cute fall trousers from Amazon. And <laughs> your your videos were the first ones to pop up on my TikTok. And I'm like, oh my God, this girl is so cute. Like she is doing Aww. the Amazon affiliate thing right. So I knew I had to interview you. Thank you. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited, but I'm a little shy. So just a heads up. <laughs> No, totally. Of course. No worries at all. So why don't we get started? Tell me, you know, (laughs) when did you start this whole fashion influencer TikTok and why did you start? So I started on TikTok in like 2021. I've always loved fashion and beauty. I tried at YouTube and I tried with Instagram and that didn't work out like a few years prior. So when I saw TikTok, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to try. And I started actually making like dupe content, which is kind of a no-no on TikTok now. But at the time it was like, no one cared and people wanted to see like a cheap version of an expensive product. So that's kind of how I started to gain a little traction. Okay. So you started doing that on TikTok very early on? And then how has it evolved over time? And now I do a lot of a little bit of everything, but mostly fashion on TikTok. I'm kind of like leaving the dupe stuff behind because I've gotten like threats from not threats, but like TikTok is like, we can take down your account for doing like dupe videos. So just mainly fashion, like inspo. Um, Like right now, fall fashion is really big. So I'm just doing that. Yeah. Got it. And are you doing anything else full-time on the side or is this your full-time thing? Well, I've had a full-time job. I'm taking a little break right now, but I mean, I've always had a full-time job. So the past like year and a half, it's been a lot because it's like working full-time and then creating content like all the time because I up, well, I've been uploading once a day every day lately. I've been doing two times a day, but it is like a lot of work. Yeah, of course. So let's dive into that. You know, right. Let's kind of think about, you know, okay, before you had your full time job, so you were, you know, working a nine to five and then also creating content. But now that you're doing this solely as a content creator, what does your day to day look like when it comes to creating content? 
day to day, like wake up, answer emails. Um, I try to get through those because they stack up like fast. If I don't like answer a few a day, at least an hour a day, I dedicate to emails, like responding to brands and stuff like that. Um, then really just create content pretty much the whole entire day and then, um, edit some of the videos and upload. Um, I usually upload toward the evening. So I just get the hashtags ready. Hashtags are really important. That's actually a big part of uploading that takes a lot of time. I feel like is adding the hashtags to the video. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much what I do. So you're spending like hours a day, every single day on videoing and editing. Yeah, I honestly tell myself I want to work like at least six hours a day, like a full, like, you know, like I was in a nine to five to like really give it my all. Oh my God. That's a lot of time on content. How much of that time is actually spent like doing the videos and how much of that time is spent like being creative? Because being creative, because like what I've found is that in order to be creative, and be a creative content creator, like you need to give yourself that time to sit, right? And like do nothing and scroll TikTok and just kind of think and like let ideas come to you. So what does that look like for you? Honestly, I feel like I do that at night, which I probably shouldn't do like when I'm laying in bed and stuff like that. That's when I'm like scrolling through my TikTok, getting ideas and stuff like that. I really should work that into my so I'm not like affecting, you know, like letting it affect the rest of my night. But I do just kind of scroll in bed, get ideas. Honestly, for me, shooting content takes kind of a long time because I do like outfit videos. So like one video of outfits could take me like two hours because I'm like changing outfits and like maybe I don't like this outfit. Maybe that doesn't look too good together. So then I like change outfits again. Um, the ones that are quick are the Amazon hauls. Those are really quick. So I'm just like showing what I got, you know, but if it's like a planned out outfit video, then yeah, that takes me longer. That's wild. But I respect the dedication and I can understand why like these fashion types of videos will take longer. Cause like I've tried to do, so like I, this is like a side note for like anyone. That, so I have a company called Char Charms and like we do water bottle accessories and stuff. And so cute. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And like, this was like an experiment I did with one of my interns. I had her start a charge harms fashion TikTok to do like fashion with water bottles and like do like cute outfits and like match it with your water bottle. And so I had her do it for like three weeks and dude, that took so much time for her to like done. Yeah, like I had her going to Urban Outfitters, buying clothing, <laughs> doing the outfits, like doing hauls, doing like the whole fashion thing. And yeah. like it, it didn't really take like I probably should have had her do it for longer to like allow it to take off. But I did not realize how much these fashion videos take so much time. So I respect that. Yeah. Um, so, OK, you mentioned something about hashtags. Can you yeah. walk me through that? What's your process? Okay, for me, when I do hashtags, I go to the search bar and say I'm doing fall, like fall outfits, right? I just type fall into the search bar and whatever the top hashtags are, or the top searches are on the search thing, I use those as hashtags. So if like the top search is fall outfits 2023, like my hashtag will be fall outfits 2023. Then if the next one's fall fashion, then I'll do fall fashion. And that's how I get mine. Um, wow. I try not to hashtags that have like billions of videos under them because then it just kind of gets lost. I would say like in the low millions is a good hashtag, in my opinion. 
Okay. So when you go on like TikTok, because I'm going to look right now. So mm -hmm. like if I'm on TikTok and I'm searching mm -hmm. um, Amazon pants, mm -hmm. right? Because I think that's what I searched for when I found you. So then like you'll look at these top searches and use those as yes. hashtags. Yes. So what I do first is just type Amazon and then like whatever the top searches are for just Amazon I use it's like an umbrella like I use those top searches and then I narrow it down to like they're looking for pants so if I'm showing pants in the video then I would do Amazon pants Amazon trousers Amazon you know stuff relating to pants but it starts with like the bigger ones and then I go like and narrow it down oh to like more niche ones because like you you were searching Amazon trousers and that's how I came up because I use that as a hashtag so how much do you think that these hashtags help your video? Well, I've tried not hashtagging as much because people say like, oh, you can't, you should do like three hashtags, but they do really bad. So I think it helps to like hash, not do like a ton of hashtags, but enough to where if somebody is searching that specific thing, your video will pop up. Totally. So that this is brings up a huge point when it comes to like the search engine optimization on TikTok. Mm -hmm. And because there's like two, there's like two different kinds of videos. Well, there's a lot of kinds of videos out there, but I think there's like, there's the types of videos like yours where people want to search and find a creator that is making content and whatever they're talking about, right? Like Paris travel <laughs> tips, 2023, like Amazon <laughs> fall fashion, um, you know, the what's the wardrobe what's the wardrobe where it's like oh my god what's it called where you have like all cute like capsule wardrobe yes yes yeah. like capsule wardrobe 2023 right and so they want to find the creator and find videos that are all about that so that they can figure out what they need to buy and what they want to do but and so that's where i think captions hashtags and what you have on the mm -hmm. screen actually matters so much but mm -hmm. then i also feel like Okay, completely opposite side of TikTok is like the entertaining aspect, right? Like the POVs and like the trending audios and just like the dumb dances. Like those, maybe mm -hmm. that's what people are talking about. Hashtags don't really matter for those because those are just like genuine entertainment. Yeah. Exactly. Or, and then there's like creators who blew up and they don't need to hashtag anymore. You know, it really doesn't matter because people are just going to eat up what they put out. But when you're smaller, like me, 160, whatever thousand followers, people like they're not just there to see my life they don't care that like you know they want value so what i try to do right now where i'm at in like you know with my content creation is bring value eventually i want to have like that community where it wouldn't really matter and they'd be interested in what i'm putting out but right now i'm just not there so i think hashtags are important when you're starting out yeah absolutely and like then denise what you could do is right like take that those people and like bring them to your Instagram for community. Like I feel mm -hmm. like that's what people do a really good job of doing is build up on TikTok yeah. and the people who love you <laughs> go to your Instagram and like that's where you have your dedicated following of you know your favorite followers and like they love you, they want to see your day to day and like that's where you post that sort of stuff. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Have you is that like what you think Honestly, I never get on Instagram. I really need to work on that, but I never use my Instagram. I don't really get on. I don't really yeah. post. But yes, you're right. You should do that. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Very cool. Okay. So we've covered a little bit of your day-to-day -day as an influencer. Um, let's talk about what you do with brands. So you mentioned you spend a couple hours a day email doing emails and talking to brands. Um, 
what does that like how do you how did you even get your first brand deal how do you go about that whole scene because you don't have an agent so you're just working on your own yeah I'm thinking about getting an agent but I don't have one right now um I just just getting through those emails I don't remember what my first one was but I remember I would just like when it came to how much to charge, I had no idea. I really still kind of don't. I just kind of like throw a number out there. And if I see that like the brand was quickly like, yeah, then I'm like, oh, so then I'm going to do like more next time. Another another 500, another thousand, you know, and if they say yes, then now I can know, OK, I can charge more and more. If they say no, then, you know, I kind of keep it where I'm at. Um, but I don't really remember my first one, but I want to say like the first big one, I was paid like only like $400, which mm-hmm. I could have definitely charged more. I just didn't know. And was that just for yeah. one video? Mm-hmm. Okay. Are most yes. of them, are most of these, are most of these brands reaching out to you or are you doing the outreach? I've never done outreach. I think I have once and every time it was like, no. So then I just completely, I think I did it like maybe a month and yeah, no, it's mainly brands. So email in your bio is super important. Got it. So they reach out to you and what does that opening email look like? Are they, are, are all of them basically like the same thing? Like, Hey, we want you to do a video for us. Yes. They'll tell you, they'll give you the deliverable. So they'll say, um, we want one TikTok video for the month of October, no exclusivity, uh, featuring jeans, these jeans, for example. And then you, they ask you for your rate, you give them your rate and then you negotiate on that. Okay. And then once you guys agree on something, then that's it. You just go and post the video and you get, do you get paid before the video is posted or after? After. Usually it's like 30 top 60 days after the collaboration. Got it. And how do you bring in those brands into your videos to make sure that it's not like super salesy? Well, the first thing is I have to make sure I'm excited about the brand. Yeah. If it's a brand I don't want to gonna show, it's gonna show that I'm just like, it's forced. But I feel like the brands that I've worked with are all brands that I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm like so excited to get the package. So I feel like it kind of translates on screen that I'm excited to show like the clothes that I'm trying on. Um, yeah. And then do any of them give you any scripts or are you just like, you have free range? I don't do well with scripts. So they, uh, if they, uh, is it okay? Yeah. If they're like, is it okay if we do a script? I'm like, what does that look like? What, I mean, you can kind of give me, like, tell me what you want me to point out, but I can't, it's going to sound rehearsed. Like, yeah, it's, it's not going to be good. Yeah, I think like the biggest thing that I'm seeing is that creators that are doing anything scripted is like an automatic fail. Like it is so if you're doing anything that's scripted, it's not going to do well on TikTok. And so for brands to reach out to content creators, it's like you have to give them full creative autonomy and just say, feature this somehow in the video. And like, that's good enough. Yes, I agree. Because I mean, for me, if I'm scrolling, it's like a scripty video, I immediately like I keep scrolling. I'm not yeah. going to watch it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So what's been the most amount of money that you made from one video? Was it that $400 video? No. The most I've made from one video is about 5000 Yeah, 5000 Yeah. That's yes. crazy. Has that been recently or was that like early on in your career? No, that's been recent. And then the other one, like right now, I would say I'm in the about 1500 range for like a standard 
like usual try that one was like the most and then like uh average is about 1500 for a video okay okay cool but you have to get age like if it's like a small brand then you're not gonna be like fifteen hundred dollars like you know if it's something like i don't know abercrombie and fitch yeah i'm gonna tell you like two thousand dollars because why not if you yeah. just tell me now then we could just okay. but if it's a small brand then no i don't i don't charge that what would you charge for a small brand if a, if they were going to reach out to you like some like cute Honestly, it depends on the size but if it was like a smaller i would do maybe 500 if it's like a small business because i do like small business saturday i don't charge because i love just like showing small businesses um but yeah around 500 Okay. That's really good to know. I think there is everyone that I talk to is like, it's the wild west and like, no one knows what's anyone, is. anyone is charging. And like Denise, I've had people on who have millions of followers and they also will take a deal for $500. Like it really? doesn't, yes, it's crazy. So, but what I do think is that having an agent will help you so much to make more money, like period. That's it. Like, I cannot, there's nothing else I even have to say about that. I have heard that a lot. And I was like really skeptical because like at first, you know, I tell you like 20 to 25% is their cut, but I mean, they're, they're getting you the deals. Right. So, um, it's a little scary at first, but I, I think I'm going to go for it. I actually emailed, um, some, what was it? Like, I don't remember the agency, but I emailed them this morning and they were like, sorry, we'll pass. I was like, no. Now a quick thank you to our sponsor, Char Charms. If you need a back to school gift or you're thinking about holiday gifts, go check out Char Charms water bottle accessories at charcharms.com. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, don't give up, right? Cause there's thousands of agencies uh, out there and it is so easy. Like once you have an agent that like is backing you and can pitch you to these companies. Oh my God. Like mm -hmm. you will be doing tens of thousands of dollars for a video. Like yeah. it's crazy. I, I need to, I need to get on. I just have to like really do my research. The the one that I reached out to, like I heard was a good one. So I was like, you know, excited, but then they rejected me. So I got to get back to looking, but I'm definitely, I'm really like leaning toward that's what I'm going to do. Cause I do need the help with like responding to emails and like knowing what to charge. I don't really know. Or, like negotiating. There's times where like, I get like, I give up on negotiating. So I'll just be like, fine. You know? So if I had somebody do it for me, that'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So on that note, you know, what are some cons of being a content creator? I feel like we all know the pros, like you have such a flexible lifestyle, you're creating videos, it's creative, um, you can get paid a ton for one video. But what do you think are the drawbacks? Drawbacks, I would say, first of all, people can be really mean. <laughs> like they comment on the randomest things. Think Like for me, people comment a lot about my weight. Like they say like, oh, you're so skinny a lot, like just mean stuff for no reason. So that's something you have to be like prepared for, have thick skin. But um, the other thing is I would say when you start to really do it full time, it like, it feels almost like you never clock out. Like your brain is like always thinking about it, thinking about what video I'm going to do next. At least for me, that's how I am. I'm thinking about when I need to post this. I'm thinking about responding to this brand, writing it down on my calendar. Like, I feel like my brain is like 24 seven on the TikTok stuff. Like, you know, you're at work a nine to five, you go in, you do your job, you clock out at five, you go home. But with social media, I feel like it's like an all the time thing. And it's really hard to find that balance. 
Hmm. Yeah, I can understand that, especially if you're like really trying to grow and you're posting multiple times a day. Do you have any issue? Mm -hmm. I mean, like now that you're not doing a full time job, have you seen anything where it's like just like an inconsistent income with being a content creator? Right. Or like, are you start? are you seeing consistency and growth with your income? Well, thankfully right now it's consistent, but there have, there's times where like when I did have my job, my full-time job where it was like a really good month and then there was like a, not a good month. So that's why I was like, so scared to like leave my job, but I was, I just have to take the risk. I have to try if anything, I can always find a job, you know? Um, but yeah, with the algorithm, it is up and down. Like sometimes your views will be great and people are following you. And another time it's like you post a video and it's like a thousand views and you're like, what? I haven't had a thousand views since I had like maybe 20,000 followers and I'm 160. Like it really kind of like hits your self-esteem sometimes, but you just got to keep trucking. Yeah, of course. So when it comes to the Amazon links and all of that, like, is that a source of consistent income for you other than the brand deals? Because I feel like once you start linking to Amazon, you can make a bank. That's where I would say, like people that do Amazon, that's where like majority of their income comes from, because that that's where the money's at. Um, I mean, brand deals too, like, but brand deals, maybe you're not getting like three three thousand dollar brand deals every month you know they come a few a month maybe one this month so it's like for me right now it's not like an all the time thing but with amazon it is pretty consistent that's where like majority of my income comes from how much do you make from your amazon links so it depends on there's a lot of things to factor in like Right now, we're in like that time where we're starting to go into the holidays, prime day. So like, obviously, that's really good time, right? Um, but I would say like, maybe five to 10,000 a month. Um, definitely can be more like on those months of like the holidays, I would say around 30, 20, 30,000 a month. Oh, my God, that's crazy. Yes. 20K just from Amazon links. And it's, it, yeah, it's tempting to just be like, buy, like, you know, show, like, get this, buy this, look how great this is. But you also have to, like, as a creator, it's your responsibility to make sure you're showing things. Like, for me, it's super important that I'm like showing stuff that I actually love, that wow. is actually good quality. And if the quality is shitty, I, I will tell you, like, it's not quality. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, look at how great this is so that you go spend your money and it's like crappy quality. I'm, I'm sure because, you know, you see all this money, all this commission coming in. You could, you know, just tell people it's good when it's not. Um, but that's really important for me because I've been on the other side of it where I would just consume content, watch influencers, and then I would buy something they're raving about. And it's like terrible when I get it. Are you doing yeah. a lot of buying and then returning Amazon stuff like you for yourself? Because you have to get so much new stuff. Do you ever do that? So I return when I actually like don't like it. I do return. Um, I give a lot of it to my sisters because we're the same size or close to the same size. Um, when you're in the Amazon influencer program, they do give you like some money to spend a month. Mm. Um, it might not cover everything you want to try, but they do kind of give you like some, you know, to be able to buy. Um, but what I return, I, it's really just cause I didn't like it and it fit me and I'll say it in the video. Like, I don't know if I should keep this. Can y'all tell me? And they'll be like, don't keep that. So I go, I go return it. Yeah. 
Got it. Okay. So if you had a friend that was going to try to do very similar content, doing these like fashion, Amazon hauls, um, you know, shopping hauls and like fall outfits and wardrobes and that whole thing, like what are some tips that you would give them when it comes to how they should make their content? Like, you know, just, just general things that you think would be super important for them to know if they were going to start from scratch and do what you want to do. I would say try to kind of niche down. So like, for if you're going to do fashion, just kind of find like your own little category of it. Um, definitely be honest with your audience. And yeah, just be yourself. Let your personality shine through and your people, your community will find you. Okay, great tips. Question for you on the camera that you use, because this is, I'm genuinely curious. I don't plan on doing fashion content anytime in my yeah. near future. Um, but when you do do your videos, are you using the front camera or using the back camera? Like any preferences with like 0.5 zoom, just like little nitpicky things that maybe would help a video versus not? So I use the front camera. I would love to use the back camera, but every time I use the back camera, I'm like, I'm hideous. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but like, I hate, I hate the way I look. The, the quality is obviously much better with the back camera. So maybe someday, but right now I use the front camera. I do it at 1060 HD because I've heard that if you do 4k, if you film in 4k, TikTok compresses your video. So it looks like a lot more pixelated on the app, even though it looks good before you post it by the time you, and it's happened to me. Um, but yeah, front camera on my phone, 1060 HD. Okay. 1060. Awesome. Great. So we are in October, October 3rd now, right? Couple months left of the year. Any big goals or plans for your TikTok and Instagram account for the end of the year? I would love to get to 200,000 on TikTok. Ah, I would love that. Um, and then, well, probably not before the end of the year, but I do want to work with Abercrombie. I love Abercrombie. So fingers crossed. <laughs> awesome. Well, Abercrombie, if you hear this, reach out to Denise because she wants to work with you. <laughs> I love it. Denise, last question for you. In one sentence, what do you think is the essence of being a successful content creator? Mm. I would say be authentic that sounds so like typical but that is important like there's already one alex earl there's you know like don't compare yourself to others just be you let your personality come out talk about things that you like to talk about show what you like don't look at other people's like tiktoks or social media and like use that um just do your own thing okay i love it Denise, thank you so much. Everyone, go follow Denise. Denise, where should everyone follow you? On TikTok, it's Denise Duran05. And on Instagram, it's Denise double underscore Duran. Awesome. Love it. Thank you so much, Denise. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, please give the show a follow and a rating. Also, follow As a Creator on Instagram at As a Creator so you can see when new episodes come out. See you guys next week.